Selamat datang and welcome everyone to the Q&A uh, and the Meet Our Filmmakers and Jury session. We hope that you enjoyed the films very much and thank you for sticking around for this session now. Um, my name's Gemma Purdy. I'm director of the Real Ozend Short Film Festival, um, which is an initiative of the Australia Indonesia Centre. I begin, want to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I am now situated and from where we're hosting this uh, Q&A today, uh, the peoples of the Kulin Nations in Melbourne. And I pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. And I acknowledge that there are Australians here with me today in other locations around the country and also would like to acknowledge uh, the, the lands, the peoples of the lands on which they are situated in their various locations. So again, uh, thank you everyone for joining us. This is a really kind of landmark historic moment for us at Real Ozend because it's the first time that we've had a session like this, a, a panel discussion that's actually included Indonesians and Australians. And, you know, sometimes it takes a bit of a crisis to get you to acknowledge that maybe, you know, your model needs to be shifted slightly. So Real Ozend has been a festival which has traveled around um, and popped up in locations around Indonesia and Australia to screen our short films. And that's, that's been extremely exciting for us because we've had live audiences in all sorts of settings. They're in cinemas, cafes, uh, university campuses, schools, all sorts of things, you know, town halls. But because, you know, we're, we're just a little short film festival, we haven't had the resources to take our filmmakers to the countries, to each other's country and to, to meet that way. So here we are virtually, finally uh, together, Australians and Indonesians talking together. And so um, I'm excited about that. And it's, you know, our fifth year of Real Ozend, which is also a pretty big deal for us. Um, and it's particularly important, I think, that during this time, uh, Real Ozend is happening because it's a time when cultural exchange is obviously really difficult due to restrictions on international travel. And I don't think that, you know, when it comes to the Australia-Indonesia exchange, that uh, much has been possible actually um, since, since March. And so Real Ozend, I think, is perhaps one of the only kind of cultural activities, cultural act activities for exchange that, that has gone ahead. And so we're really proud that we're kind of continuing to highlight the importance of the Australia-Indonesia connection for everyone. And to bring uh, your wonderful films to audiences in Australia and Indonesia, but you know, much wider than that, you know, all around the world. So welcome and congratulations. Now, to introduce you guys, um, my guests today are, um, to begin with, uh, the winners of this year's best film and best documentary for their film Seabirds, Ash Ball and Ed Coney. Hi, Ash. Hi, Ed. Hi. And also Hi. the winners of the Best Fiction Film Award for 2020 for their film Omayang Omayang, Diana and Angita. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> and of course, we're also joined by two of our wonderful um, jury members uh, this year, uh, Chika Prihadi, who is the festival director or program director for Mini Kino Film Festival in Bali. Hi, Chika. 
And the wonderful Ruby Challenger, very talented actress, filmmaker, and 2018 winner of Best Film, Real Ozind Best Film for her film Daily Bread. Bye. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us from wherever you are in Bali, in Jakarta, in Sydney, New South Wales, somewhere, and I'm in Melbourne. Okay, um, Ash and Ed, can I start with you? A question for you. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you came to meet the women that feature in Seabirds and how you convinced them to share their kind of intimate stories with you and put that on film? You're a couple of guys. Uh, you do that. Yeah, strange, strange story, to be honest. Um, if, I, if I tell it to you simply, uh, just imagine me with skinny legs in Sydney, ladies to come talk to me. That was the reality of the story. Um, I actually met these ladies. Well, I knew of these ladies. I'd seen them swim. Um, I'd actually seen a flash mob video of these ladies swimming together every day. And I was just so curious. Um, and Ed actually lives near there. So I decided um, one day to con Ed into um, standing on the beach at 5 a.m. in the morning. Um, and by 9 a.m. I was sitting down having coffee with these ladies who ended up being the seabirds. Did you get all of that, Gemma? What's that? Did you get all of that? Yeah, a, bit, a little bit sketchy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you just approached them and they were happy to be part of a film like this? Or did they have some reservations? Yeah, they definitely had some reservations. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we, we were lucky. They, they were, yeah, just took sort of a gamble um, on, on being able to, you know, getting, getting involved. Um, and then it was only when we were actually sitting down and talking with them face to face uh, in the interview that we started to find out more and more about their stories. So we were quite lucky that they were open to sharing that with us. Yeah. So, I mean, like most documentary, it kind of the layers reveal themselves um, as you kind of get into it and it can be much better than you ever thought it was going to be, right? Yeah. 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 I think when, when Ash and myself first met Minna and we heard, you know, that she had learned how to swim off YouTube, um, straight away we looked at each other and we're like, oh, we've got to speak more with this lady. So, yeah, that's yeah. oh, brilliant. And I really love that your film, and I think, you know, it shares actually similarities, even though it's a fiction film, uh, Mayang o Mayang, right, Fabiana and Angita, is a story about seeking out human connections and friendship and that kind of intimacy. And, you know, I think it's really stories for our times, isn't it, that, you know, we, we are kind of aware of the need and the importance of human connections. And Fabiana and Angita, your film, you know, it's this story about the search for love, but it's also a story, one of the central characters in, in that film is the city, isn't it, um, of Jakarta in which the search is being made. Is that something that you had planned? Is that, was that... Uh, one of the key drivers for the film, that Jakarta would be cut so prominent as a character. Yeah, Gemma. So actually, um, I want to portray how uh, people that not come from Jakarta to survive and live in this tough city. And I think it's interesting to uh, know that people know that it's really hard to uh, have a decent life in the city because of the high-paced society and then uh, the high rate of competitiveness. But 
people still go for it anyway. Still, people still live and go to ja- in Jakarta. And um, I think the only answer that makes sense to me is because um, it's like we play a gamble. We we know we have to uh, pay high price for it, but we know that Jakarta offers some kind of miracle, some kind of hope that other cities the, um, don't offer. So yeah, I think it's interesting that the story will take place in Jakarta. Yeah, yeah, it's very much, I mean, it is a central character in the film, the location of your story. And uh, yeah, as I was saying, it, you know, both films together for me really drove that home about the importance of seeking human connections in, you know, in that case, you know, in the midst of a big city where you can be very lonely. And then in the case of the women, um, you know, in, in that small village, really, in a, a coastal community can also be seeking that. And so family and friends, well, that brings me to Ruby, um, who I think is, you know, one of, definitely Ruby, one of our, our um, family members here at Real Oz End. Uh, how did it feel being on the other side of the competition this year and um, judging? What was the highlight for you this year? It was nerve wracking, I have to say. Um, yeah, it was, it was, because you just see everybody's beautiful, beautiful offerings and putting everything they have into it. So it was kind of really like a, a first time for me, I have to say, um, and a big pro- privilege, I think, to be, able to, to be able to shift and do that as well. Um, yeah, and it was just beautiful. I don't even know what to say about that. It was just, it was kind of, I hate to say, but it was kind of like naming my daughter last year. I was like, oh my God, this is a really big responsibility. And I'm like responsible for all these people's beautiful films in a sense. And like, I know. it was kind of really nerve wracking. <laughs> so yeah. Was it, was it fun too? Beautiful. It was so wonderful yeah. to just sit down and have, you know, all these hours of like, sitting in the Indonesian landscape and then Australian landscape. And I just loved that. It was really beautiful to have that time and, and think about that. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And Chika, I mean, you know, you're absorbed in short film, you know, your festival. I'll ask you about your festival in a moment because we need to hear about that. But, um, you know, five years ago when we started Real End, you were there at the beginning of this story, very much, our, you know, a key partner for us in Indonesia, both of us kind of driven by the same things, which are about storytelling and getting visual storytelling out to wider audiences and a cross-cultural audience. And I don't know, can you maybe bring us up to speed a little bit with what the industries, what's happening in the industry in Indonesia at the moment? I mean, obviously plenty of challenges, um, but how is, you know, the Indonesian film industry supporting emerging filmmakers like Fabiana and Angita, for example? Yeah, well, yeah, it was like five years ago, how time flies. And it's really like, uh, first of all, um, thank you for still having me around. Uh, I really enjoy every single year and every single year I, I see improvements, not just in the term of the short films variety, but also how you do it. Like 2019, you were doing this online. So more or less, you're like kind of like already efficient that, you know, it's always like a eggs or chicken first, you know, like especially a short film festival circuit. Like we really like try hard to place um short films in the same way as feature film like it it 
you know, it, 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 it deserves to have a big screen and all, you know, so yeah. it's kind of like go back and forth. Online edition, non-online, but you've done it. So congratulations. So you are kind of ready for this moment. Uh, <laughs> but speaking about industry, um, short film industry in Indonesia is still like whew, far. <laughs> But not that far. We're going there. We're moving forward. Uh, and every single year, I'm seeing um, hundreds of films. And I'm sure I'm not seeing all of them. It's archipelago. So a lot of films and a lot of actually not connected. So I'm really happy that uh, this year I'm seeing really like cream de la cream, you know, already like the best because you've already like make the pre-selection. And, and so I'm really glad it's important this year, people like me in the short film Uh, festival circuit when we got the chance that we have we should bring these films um, to a wider audience because it is also important for the career of the filmmakers um, not just jumping it like there's VOD and then there's short film festival circuit that depends on what you want but I would feel the responsibility of a film festival to, to you know highlight these films and at least try our best to really like give it the proper platform so it is beneficial for the filmmaker's career yeah and well you guys do that I mean that's that's extraordinary what you do year after year and I'm going to ask you about the festival in a minute um, that you've just successfully held which is amazing but Ed and Ash I want to ask you guys what's it going to be like seeing your film with uh, with the subtitles and and you know why did you enter Real Ozind in the first place you know why, why a festival with an Indonesia connection. Do you have one already with Indonesia or not? I might try and answer and see how I go. Um, feel free to tell me if it's too unstable. Ed can answer before me. Okay. Um, for me, for me um, okay, I'll let Ed answer it. No, go for it. Try, try, try. <laughs> I was going to say for me, um, there is no, I guess, initial connection with festival is the theme of energy and this idea of um, these ladies for, for me um, kind of changed my perspective on energy itself um, and I thought uh, is anyone that encapsulates the, the theme and what I want people to see and hopefully understand about Australia it's these ladies um, and so that's kind of why I was passionate about putting this film into the festival and I, I think Ed would agree yeah. Uh, but yeah that's why I'm just, I mean, we're just so grateful that it's that it, people wanting to watch it. To be honest, we made it out of passion. So, it, I... <laughs> yeah, I just, it's a great opportunity for us to share share you know this little snapshot of um, the northern beaches here in Sydney with with an audience overseas as well. Um, so yeah, it's a really good opportunity to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, that, I do love that too. That real end we. Um, we kind of start from zero with a lot of our filmmakers in, in their connections with Indonesia and then it opens up a whole new experience for you guys and audience and hopefully some opportunities. There's connections like people like Chica provide. And, uh, yeah, so that, that is the ultimate aim, you know, of, a, of our festival. But our first aim is for people to be able to see your awesome films. And, yeah, indeed, energy is something that we definitely get from those ladies, that's for sure. Yeah. What about Angita and Fabiana? Do you have any connection with Australia? Why did you guys put your film in for Real Oz End? Uh, well, actually, to be honest, uh, Mayang Omayang is my first film as a producer. So, so I was like, uh, 
looking for any opportunity that this film can be few uh, can be viewed by a lot of people, especially uh, across country, like outside Indonesia. And then when I uh, signed on Film Freeway, I found out the information about the Real Real Ozin, and like the aim of the Real Ozin Festival itself, where we can express or our thoughts through film without being limited by a certain stereotypes or stigma. So just make me interesting, like, oh, I think I have to submit this film to this festival. So yeah, that, and we didn't expect that Mayang Omayang will be one of the winners. So, <laughs> and especially like, um, this festival brings together like many filmmakers from Australia and Indonesia. Uh, and definitely it, for me personally, it opened up my eyes and my mind that uh, we can see a lot of perspective uh, from many filmmakers, especially Indonesia and uh, Australia has different, you know, like different cases in a social condition. So. It will. It makes a lot of uh, you know, like make a new perspective for me, especially for new filmmakers, Indonesia like me. <laughs> Great, thank you, Angita. Have you got any connections, or this is new for you too? New for me too. <laughs> Yay! That's so cool. No, that I mean that's something I think we're really proud of. That uh, we're not kind of speaking to the same folks that have got long or existing connections with each other, that, you know, you forge new ground and, and create these new spaces. Um, Fabiana, can I ask you uh, a little bit about the support? You know, we're talking to, Chika was mentioning, um, you know, what's going on in the industry in Indonesia and the support for young filmmakers. You say this is your first film producing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing that quality is excellent. Can you tell us a little bit about the support that you had for it? You know, how did you get your crew you know, a little bit more about that production side? Uh, actually, um, this film, Mayang Omayang, uh, one, uh, one of the best film on Shot Film Jakarta Film Fest Jakarta Shot Film Festival in 2019. And we, we won at the first one of, as, yeah, we won as the best, one of the best films. And uh, that festival, like a competition, we have to submit the proposal first. So it's like a pitching project and we won the pitching as well. So we have, uh, we, got, we have got like much fun, okay. funding from the government yep. uh, to produce this film. And this is, and this is also the first time for me and Angita to work together. She as the director and me as the producer. So we have uh, we have a lot of discussion like how to um, how to make this film becomes true, like um, how to get uh, how the story like Angita uh, always discuss with me like uh, how to make this film more attractive itself and especially because um you know like we also want to uh, send a message about the culture itself because we thought we also talk about the culture in our film mm -hmm. about the traditional drink behind the story so we also want to we 
want to use film as one of our message to convey about the value of culture itself in our time. Yeah, that's great. And Angita, how did you team up with Fabiana? How did that come about? Um, I think it's um, an interesting story because uh, I met me Fabiana at uh, another short film pitching program that not a short a Jakarta short film pitching program, and we get to know each other, and then hey, let's make a film. Cool. <laughs> we, just like that. <laughs> just like that, and then yeah. we made it together. That's awesome. The chemistry, and then you just make it happen. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a. Uh, in Jakarta, like Chika said, like Chika said that we have uh, uh, an event where a lot of filmmakers gathering together. Uh -huh. So that's that's the moment where I and Angita met, and we talked about film and blah blah blah. And then, hey, it's nice idea if we make a new one, like a short film. And, and yeah. Okay. So it's a vibrant community, right? I mean, that's the sense that I get that, you know, there's so much energy in, in within the community. What about you, Asham, Ed? Have you worked together before? Is this a team long of long standing? Go on, Ed. Ash, you want to go? Okay. No, uh, so now this is our first uh, documentary we've done together, uh, but we've uh, worked um, together in, in another sort of role. Um, creating short films for other companies and stuff, um, but only a few. So this was our first chance to actually do something of, of a bit more substance uh, and a bit of a longer form. So yeah, yeah. it was you know, such a great experience working together. And was it like self-funded or did you, were you guys able to get some kind of seed funding like, like the girls? No, no. So it was all self-funded. It was just a, a passion project for both of us. Um, yeah. It's usually just the way. A two, just a just two-man team. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Ah, because your cinematography is stunning. I was going to ask about that. Like, who took care of that? Yeah. Um, so I did most of the filming, but um, Ash helped me with some of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Super. So really just two of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's super. And did it take a long time to gather all the interviews and, and to put it together? Yeah, I think, I mean, it, it did. Interview that we did went for like an hour and a half. Um, my thing when I'm directing is sort of I just really want it to be authentic answers and never never fed. Um, so I just spend time with ladies, um, which makes um, Ed and I's life also enjoyable when it comes to the edit. There's a lot of me <laughs> rambling and <laughs> talk, but yes. um, but yeah, we did spend a lot of time filming. I think. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine the ladies like to have a chat once they get going. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they love a chat. They're often in our, they're in our email inbox daily. We're chatting all the time. Oh, really? Still there? I love that. Yeah. 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 Um, well, actually, Angita, I wanted to ask you because you've got a, a little bit of a similar background to Ruby, actually. Um, in that, you know, you're an actress as well as uh, now a director of film. But you started out, you know, on on the stage in theatre, and that was, you know, your fora forum. So what prompted you to shift to film for your stories, to tell your stories? Um, I guess it's because uh, film can reach much uh, wider audience, I guess, because uh, if we, uh, we help theater, people, people just can't go at, this, uh, at that um, 
time and place that film can uh, reach much wider audience and like um, I think film is like a timeless medium for us to convey uh, important messages like for me and Fabiana we want to preserve uh, cultural icons such as Aslendang Mayang that is this film can be uh, watched by much wider audience and everywhere and every time and, and this platform also give us the opportunity to reach much wider audience and yeah we, we are thankful for that yeah and so now you're a convert it's all about film for you now i think but uh, i will go for but <laughs> yeah i love a uh, of them differently i guess yeah awesome and Ruby, so, you know, that there is that similarity that we have between you and Angita being actors and, you know, also now directing your own films. And, well, you're both women too, so I have to ask the question, you know, um, we know that uh, film globally is still dominated by men, but I wanted to get your views, like, Ruby, you know, do you think that there's some momentum shifting that or is that premature? What do you think? Oh. I sadly, I think it's premature. Um, I think I was so excited watching Mayang and Mayang because I loved it and it had this beautiful delicacy about it and and kind of energy. And then I saw that it was made by women and it, it didn't sway my vote, but I was just like, yeah. Like, I was so <laughs> excited. And I, I was like, because it's this weird thing where you feel like everything, you know, and I live in a really, you know, I live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney and things seem pretty equal and you kind of feel like you're on the, that, it, that it's all happening. And then you're kind of reminded that, I hate to bang on about like really boring statistics, but it's going backwards. So I think a few years ago, or like, what was it, it was 10 years ago or something, it was like 13% of directors were women and now it's 12% or 11 <laughs> Like it's going backwards. Right. And then on top of that, the fact that in 92 years of the Oscars, We've had five women directors, not win, nominated. Yeah. That's just horrifying to me. So when yeah. I hear about like um, uh, Alma um, Harrell doing, you know, Free the Beard for, for ads, because I kind of, I'm studying at afters right now and I kind of think, oh, it's a bit naff to just be a woman, woman female, you know, filmmaker, like we don't have to dwell on that. And then I kind yeah. of, and I go, yeah, what I, my aim is to be able to work in ads and do these things. And then you go, no, even at really big level, women are still going, not winning the bids of ads, you know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. it is still important work and it is still like, and I don't believe, I believe in a meritocracy. So the films have to be good, you know, they have to be good filmmakers, but like, yeah, I don't think that we have tipped the scales anywhere near where we, where we should be yet. So well, I'm big champion of female filmmaking and you know I've just I'm making a horror film at the moment at school and you're like actually when there's you know when, when the teachers say oh can you um bring up some female uh, filmmaker references you know in the area of what you're looking at you're like no I can't actually can't find one sorry maybe in short films but not at big level like yeah yeah so, opportunities um, are not there yeah, yeah. And I, so I was very excited to, to watch my own and, and a bunch of the the offerings I also, yeah. of course, loved Seabirds and it was way up there for me and I loved it. And, and, and a big part of that was, you know, I love those women. I have a few of those women in my life, those kind of women, you know. Um, one of them sent me this mask. She always sends me things, so I love her. But, you know, it's, um, yeah. 
they're important women and those are important stories to tell as well um, yeah. because we often don't hear the female stories. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is just something you don't know, if, you never know what you're going to get. Every year you have a competition, you call, you have a shout out, you have a theme, but you never know like what you're going to get. But there's always these beautiful symmetries and themes that emerge. And this year I feel like the, you know, the, well, the energy theme, you know, we definitely have a really feminine kind of um, element, which has come to the, come to the fore. And what about Chica? What about in Indonesia? What, you know, is, do you feel the same as Ruby on that score about, you know, the role of women and filmmakers? I mean, there's some great women in film in Indonesia right now. Mira Lesmana, we've got um, Muli Surya. There's also, of course, one of our fellow judges, Camila Andini, doing excellent work. But as a whole, what's your view? Yeah, similar. Um, I agree with Ruby. It's premature. Like, as, as simple as the follower of the festival, um, social media, it's almost 70% male. Yeah. And yeah, we are hearing uh, women filmmaker, uh, but yeah, still how many percentage? So I think it's a like, like, like challenge. Uh, mm. and, and I'm really like, especially happy that this year, you know, you, you are seeing more variety. You're seeing women's story and you're seeing also like, you know, older people on the screen. I love that. Uh, you know, we should see more of it. Uh, and yeah, and, and I'm, I'm really happy with this year, uh, Rilos in selection, because it's an important year, like not so many film festivals. Um, and you would like to really push forward to all these really winning films uh, to be able to get more audience. Come on, this is like a really good film. Uh, a lot of people should be able to watch it and get inspired by them. And maybe next year or this year, it's still not ending to 2020. Maybe they're making, you know, new one inspired by all these great films. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to your online edition. Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're all watching our screens. So, you know, we're a captive audience. So <laughs> you have to tell us about your, you know, your amazing short film festival that you just successfully ran when the rest of us are here online, um, confined. Yeah. To, to that forum. How did you manage it in, in Bali and how did it go? Yeah, well, definitely great teamwork and everybody kind of like have the strong heart to do it. Um, really happy and proud uh, for the filmmakers to be able to screen their films on big screen. I know not so many audience, we have to like cut some places only have 30% attendance, you know, but it's really good feeling because I think these films deserve the, 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 the maximum uh, quality of screenings that they deserve. Yeah. You know, most of the short filmmakers, especially, you know, like Ash and uh, and Ed, right? Uh, doing yeah. it like, you know, like out of passion, you know, they will do it with or without any pitching funding or whatsoever. And so many filmmakers out there are doing it from their hearts. So, yeah, so we're really happy to be able to, to, to perform. But we are also like adding uh, an online touch and, and that's especially, um, um, what do you call it? An opportunity, I must say, because mm -hmm. then we can connect all of these great speakers from all around the world, yeah. uh, committed to still support each other. And then we can have like a, a really uh, interesting hybrid edition of the festival. You know, the talks and the forums are all uh, online as well. So, and to add on that, this is like the day 17 
after festival and we're so happy that all the volunteers and the audience um we hear no no bad news basically uh, you know people are still healthy so we were like oh. <laughs> yeah so your audience was like all pretty much local yeah yeah because you couldn't yeah. have people from overseas and really from the rest of indonesia not so much now not so many i think less than five percent most are expat that got stuck happily in bali <laughs> 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 the rest are local. We can we, we still even manage to do pop up cinema to North uh, Bali, uh, North Bali, East, and also in Denpasar. So that is interesting. But still, you know, heartbreaking. You cannot really like see people. Faces are all covered with face masks and sometimes mm-hmm. face shield. And you really have to you know make sure everybody's distance are you know properly distanced. And yeah, I mean you cannot see your audience. It's really like well you can talk with them, but you know muffled. Different and and uh, this is a good time for me to like show off my fabulous Pino uh, face mask that they gave to all of the attendees at their uh, festival, which is just beautiful. And I was lucky enough to receive, which I'm going to be wearing around my neighborhood for the next little bit. So, well, I mean, Ed and Ash, I mean, you're Obviously, you know, maybe you're working on something new, perhaps, and have there been challenges around COVID, you know, doing work in, for the last six months? I can only imagine, yes. So what are you guys up to? Ash. Oh, great. Um, I think, yeah, it's been, it's been challenging, I guess, for us, like, um, trying to make films. This kind of sparked the joy for me and, and trying to connect with young filmmakers I've found hard through COVID because um, I'm just a stranger on Instagram messaging people. Um, however, it is challenging too. Um, halfway through the shoot, we shot it and started shooting at the beginning of the year. We realised that um, we weren't going to get the footage that we really, really wanted. Um, and I think there was a huge lesson in that, in that we learned that um, story is the king always we, we do with the even though COVID was a little challenging, um, we kind of got it done on this project. So hopefully, hopefully there's more to come. I'm just not too sure what yet. So you got it done. Ed, how did you manage that? Yeah, we, we had a few um, Zoom calls where we were editing with shared screens over Zoom, uh, which was quite interesting. I think we had ever done before. Um, so that was, that was new. Uh, but yeah, like as Ash said, um, we, we sort of got, we had all the interviews and we just got in with what we had. We we're hoping to do a couple of makeup shoots, but that didn't, didn't materialize. Um, but I don't know if you heard the point that Ash said, cause he said it to me the other day was story always wins over, over the cinematography. Right. Um, and yeah, we had that solid story. So that helped us a lot. Right. So you, uh, you learn to like boil it down to the essence of the story, which is the ultimate thing. Yeah, you can learn yeah. a lot, can't you, in, in terms of what is the most important thing when you've got yeah difficulties like that. What about Fabiana and Angita? Are you guys working on anything? What are the challenges that COVID's thrown at you guys, you know, creatively, professionally? Angita, want to answer? Okay. <laughs> so, um... Uh, actually, filmmaker is not like uh, not like my my main job. So uh, my main job as a graphic designer, but because of this pandemic, so we have to work everywhere online. Yeah. But maybe the things that 
challenged me the most is about the connection. It's very, it's very difficult to speak virtually, uh, discuss something just like this. Sometimes uh, yeah. the connection is really bad, and then sometimes, uh, uh, you know, the environment around us is just very noisy, so we cannot hear the yeah. person talk to uh, clearly. So yeah, that's that's the challenge. Uh, that what challenged me the most. But uh, this during this pandemic also give me time to make a lot of you know artwork. Like uh, because basically I'm a graphic designer, so I can make a lot of uh, illustrator that can uh, that I can you know like portray what I want to uh, the message that I want to convey to the to the audience through my artwork and also I still I still working with uh, my colleges who also filmmakers because before Mayang Omayang I also uh, contributed in one short film called Lasagna if you ever heard it heard about it uh, but as as uh, the brand the branding team the branding team but we planning to make another one so during this pandemic also makes me um, more creative like I get a lot of idea because I have my quality time I uh, to think alone and then think about my future as well and uh, yeah I get more time to inspire a lot of things coming to my yeah. mind <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing of realizing we did not suffer a lack of submissions this year. You know, the filmmakers, you guys are still busy. Things are still getting done. And in fact, you know, I, you can look around and see how creative people um, are sparking off. Angita, what about you? Actually, I'm just graduated this year from college. So um, it's a really hard time to find a job. Um, yeah. I plan to become a filmmaker, uh, but I need to find a job um, and I can't. So oh, yeah. <laughs> this year I have uh, several film projects, but some of them have to be postponed. But um, several film projects were created because of this pandemic in virtual uh, productions yeah. uh, format. So it's kind of interesting to uh, how how filmmakers um, become adapted to these situations and it's quite challenging though. Yeah, but yeah, so I, I've seen some of the fabulous stuff that people have been doing, you know, um, uh, bringing together the virtual uh, footage and that kind of thing and it's really exciting. Yeah, new, new frontiers. I think we're out of time. I really wanted to hear more about Ruby's horror film, which you know, Ruby, there's a market in Indonesia right there for you. The internet, don't you guys? You love horror films. So I can't wait to see this horror film. Um, so please share it with us when, when you're done. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm afraid we're out of time, but it's been so wonderful to meet you all. Um, hopefully, you know, next time we meet it is in a cinema or somewhere with a big screen and we've got popcorn and, you know, we're able to uh, get together in that way. And it will happen. Um, sometime in, in the future, hopefully not too far away. And yeah, welcome to the Real Ozin family, everyone. Um, so excited to have you join us. And again, congratulations on your films, Angita, Fabiana, Ash and Ed, and on your awards. And huge thanks again to Chika 
and to Ruby for supporting us, um, for lending us your wisdom and your expertise and your time with, with the judging. And before I go, just a couple more thanks um, to our production crew, uh, Steve, um, Abby, Nella, and Paul, who have put together our festival for us, and also to our festival partners, in particular Creative Victoria, who's been very supportive of Real Ozin for several years now. So thank you to all those people. And finally, a reminder to everyone that uh, Real Ozind will be online until the 1st of December. And as well as our best films, the films judged best, our full shortlist of 24 films is also available via our website to watch and to vote for your favourite. So get online and choose your favourite film and you know, indulge in those wonderful 24 films uh, that are there for all of you to watch till the 1st of December. Um, but that's it. That's it from me. Thanks everyone again. And terima kasih banyak semuanya. Dan sampai jumpa lagi. Saya harap di di Jakarta atau di Bali mungkin. Hopefully we meet sometime soon. Sydney, Melbourne, Bali or Jakarta. So thanks again and bye everyone. Thanks, Gemma. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Stay healthy.